What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Free Method Podcast. So today I am going to be talking about body grief, what body grief is, what that looks like in your body image journey. One thing I want to say is so at Free Method Nutrition, so the group nutrition practice that, that I run, we have dietitians in training who come and work with us to get experience, see what life is like in private practice, specifically from this like eating disorder, intuitive eating, weight inclusive lens. And so one of the amazing interns that we had wrote this blog for us on body grief. So a lot of this is adapted from the amazing work that she did. So let's dive in. So have you found yourself looking at a picture on your fridge or a picture, let's say that pops up on, you know, how Facebook does the like on this day, 10 years ago, and a picture pops up from high school and reminiscing on, oh my gosh, I used to look like that. Like, how do I look like this now? Or maybe there's certain clothes in your closet that no longer fit, but you just are holding on to them because you're like, maybe I'll fit into them again one day. Like, I just, I can't get rid of them. These are very common thoughts that are associated with body grief. Letting go of your past body or the body that you maybe never had is the final step to letting go of body grief. And what I mean by that, as far as the body you never had, like maybe in the throes of whether it's an eating disorder or just a you know chronic dieting disordered relationship with food maybe you had this idea in mind of like okay i need to get to this specific size never on the scale look this certain way and throughout your healing journey maybe you recognize like okay i don't think that's ever going to be a reality for me and there's a difference between or really within that comes like accepting that which it can be really hard and require a lot of grieving and a lot of work and therapy with a dietitian. Um, it's really important to remember that grieving is okay. Sitting with that feeling is such an important step in the process and seeing, okay, by letting go of these like body goals or getting back to, you know, let's say how I looked pre-baby, like letting that go is going to allow me to live so freely in the body that I have now. I know depending where you are in your body image journey, it can feel so much easier said than done, right? Of like, okay, whatever, like grieve your body, like, oh, this is how I look postpartum or this is how I look pre-baby and now this is how I look postpartum, like, but whatever, my body's great, it, it birthed a baby. You know, it can, it can be so easy to like think like, 
no, like that must be easy to say, but it's, it's not. And I'm not telling, you know, I'm not saying that you have to get to this point of kind of feeling like fake or inauthentic, but it's more so recognizing like, okay, what would it look like to let go of this expectation I'm putting on myself to look a specific way? And in doing so, realize what that's going to allow me to step into, right? So if I'm stepping away from these specific, you know, pressures that I'm putting on my body, how is that going to allow me to heal my relationship with my body, to actually befriend my body, to honor it, to take care of it? So when we talk about body image, this includes how we view our physical bodies and how we think other people view our bodies. So how you, when you look in the mirror, how you see your body and the thoughts that you have of like, oh my gosh, when people see me, they probably think, X, Y, Z. So how you think other people perceive you. So your own perception and how you think other people perceive you. What we also know to be true is your body is not going to look the same throughout life changes. Again, this is where those like on this day, 10 years ago, time hop type things can be sometimes your worst enemy because you look and you see, oh my gosh, I looked like that five years ago. I looked like that when I got married. I looked like that in high school. If that was me, that's how I should look now. But that doesn't give space for how our body changes throughout life. So on that note, what impacts our body image? Well, one, with what I said, social media, for sure, whether you're comparing to past versions of you, whether you're comparing to the latest and greatest influencer, whether you're comparing to all these crazy filters that are out there, social media is, we've talked about that a ton on this podcast. Brands can impact their own relationship with their own body, comments they say about their body, about your body, your family, hello, can have a huge impact. So what you were taught growing up in terms of like, hey, what's an acceptable body and what's not, what comments they make, your mom made around her own body, your parents made around their own body, um, or maybe made on your body too. These unrealistic beauty body standards that we have in our society, thinking that, you know, the smaller you are, the better you are and all of these molds that our society and and diet culture makes it feel like you have to fit into. And then even within that expectations that we put on ourselves and that are put on us by society. So again, thinking about postpartum is like this idea that you're supposed to just bounce back and look like you never had a baby and, and all of these, you know, crazy expectations or that you need to look the same that you did when you were 16. So then that leads into body grief and depending how familiar you are in this like intuitive eating body image space, hearing the word body grief, you may be like, what is that? So body grief comes in many shapes and sizes, and it's defined as the distress that's associated with the perceived loss or change in body image. So thinking about how your body may change as you go throughout your eating disorder journey, recovery journey, as you go throughout moving away from diets to more intuitive eating, how that may or may not end up impacting your body is part of body grief. Another part of body grief, like I mentioned, is also this loss of maybe a body that you never even had, but that you had hoped you would achieve. Again, bodies change and that's okay. They change for many reasons. Life changes, trauma, stress, aging, puberty, 
going through eating disorder recovery, walking from diets, ending the binge restrict cycle. And there's a lot that could happen to your body. When we have clients come to us at Free Method and, and one of the things when we're talking about weight is like, hey, there's three things that could happen with your weight. It could increase. It could stay the same. It could decrease. And your value, your worth does not change regardless. What we do know is we can for sure help you find what is that like set healthy weight range for you individually, not based on where you should be because you had a baby, based on where you should be because this is your height, but specific for you, what is that weight range? Bree Campos, who's the founder of Body Image with Bree, defines body grief, like I mentioned, as the distress caused by perceived losses that come when you stop attempting to change your body size and can be the loss of a body you used to have. So again, it it's the distress that comes when you stop trying to change your body. Because what often happens is before we step into this stage of body grief, we're more so like trying to control like, okay, how can I control my body? How can I make it smaller? I feel uncomfortable in this body. And so the way that I'm using that, the way that I'm like coping with that is running to these diets, running to how much I work out, running to all of these things that give me this sense of control, but we're really like grasping at straws because it kind of keeps us in that cycle. So then when we stop attempting to change our body, when we work towards that body image healing, intuitive eating, eating disorder recovery, and stop attempting to change our body, then it brings up a lot of this distress. And it's like, ooh, okay, how do we how do we cope with this? A lot of times how I describe it to clients is like if you're if you're in a pool and you have a big like beach ball and you're trying to keep the pool or keep the ball below the water, you're like pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. That's a lot of what we can be doing. We're trying to like control our weight. It's like, okay, I'm trying everything I can to keep my weight where, you know, I think it needs to be. I'm I'm trying all these things. I'm pushing it down, pushing it down, pushing it down. And then eventually it gets to a point where you like release it. And it's like, oh my gosh, okay, this can't stay below water anymore. I can't control it. But then there's all this distress that comes up of like, okay, how do we cope now if I'm not trying all these other things? And that's so much of what this like body image healing process is and why, like I mentioned so often, it's so important to work with a dietitian and a therapist in that journey so that you can learn those tools to navigate that distress. So let's talk about the stages of body grief. So the first stage is denial, which would be denying your current body. Like, okay, I just wish I looked different. I need to just keep trying all these things. Um, Could also be denying that you'd need help. Maybe it's like, nope, I don't need help. I need my body to be different. Once I'm at XYZ weight, this size, I'll be fine. Kind of denial, not really recognizing there's an issue, but also not feeling happy with your current body. The second stage is anger. So maybe it's anger towards your own body. Ugh, I wish my body didn't look like this. I hate that this is even something I'm struggling with. Can also be anger towards diet culture, comments that have been made towards you, your lived experience in your body. That's the kind of that's the anger we want to see. That's the kind of anger I talk to my clients about all the time. Of like, how can we grab? How can we move this anger towards the people that have impacted this? Whether it's just this diet culture as a whole, whether it's specific people, and a lot of times too, maybe your friend, your family, whoever's you know, made certain comments, 
maybe that's also what was modeled to them. So it's not saying like we have to be mad at the person of like, gosh, you're a horrible person, but more so mad at like, gosh, I'm, I'm mad that that was told to me, that someone told me that made me feel, you know, a smaller me is a better me. The third stage. So first stage is denial. Second stage is anger. The third stage is bargaining. This is where an individual where you may know you need to accept your current body. You may need to like release this idea of like changing your body, but you don't fully believe it. So it's kind of this like wanting to have one foot in, one foot out vibes of like, okay, I get like, I can't just keep trying to hold this beach ball under the water for the rest of my life because that's not living. But I also don't know what to do if I'm not doing that. So you're not really having full freedom. Like you're kind of starting to have some of that awareness and acceptance, but you're really, you're not quite there. The fourth stage, which can be hard, is depression. Growth is hard, but it's possible. So this is where, again, it's it's even further than the bargaining step of like, I can't keep living like this. This is also usually the longest stage where it's kind of that big wake-up call of like, we can't keep doing this forever. Reality starts to set in. You realize, okay, I may have to make peace with this body I'm in now, which is really hard. I don't want it to be that way, but I also know there may be freedom on the other side of this. There could be a lot of panic, feeling, you know, loss of control, or it's even hard because there might not be a lot of like progress you're seeing right at first of like, oh my gosh, okay, well, I'm used to trying like, okay, just don't eat this, do this, like these very tangible black and white things where in this stage, it can feel a little more vague. And so within this, again, is where a lot of that like deep work comes how your body image has been impacted growing up, how it impacts your day-to-day life, what it would look like for your body image to not impact your day-to-day. So this is where a lot of that like deep therapeutic work comes in, which then leads into the last stage, which is acceptance. So with this, with acceptance, this doesn't mean you have to be like 100% like, I love my body, it's the best, but you're learning ways to feel confident and to love yourself and to feel proud of your body, you're at this stage also starting to recognize like, okay, here are things that trigger me. Here are things I need to avoid. Here are things that help me cultivate food freedom and body acceptance. So you have more tools than maybe you have felt in the past. So again, it starts with denial, anger, moves to bargaining, moves more to like depression where that like hard, hard work comes in and then feeds into acceptance. Now, if you're listening and you're like, okay, all this is helpful, but like, what do I, like, where do I even start? How do I begin this journey of navigating body grief? Because what I can say is that body grief can be so vital in your healing journey, in your food journey, in your body image journey. So the first thing, like I've mentioned several times is talking to someone. Now I recommend for sure it being a licensed therapist and a registered dietitian. It's so huge. And especially, let me put like an asterisk by that, licensed therapists and registered dietitian who are well-informed in eating disorders, body image, that sort of work, because there could be some people out there that aren't, that could do a lot of harm. But also I know that that, you know, comes with a cost financially. And so maybe it's starting with conversation with friends, conversation with family or just even the beginning stages of looking for support from a therapist or a dietitian. 
I think by talking with other people, it also helps us to see, oh, I'm not alone. Other people struggle with this too. This is a very common, normal thing to struggle with. Another thing, so we talked about social media, taking an inventory of what you consume through media, looking at how social media is impacting your body image and filter out what isn't serving you. So if it's unfollowing certain influencers, if it's adding in certain people that are going to be more helpful in your journey, if it's taking time away from social media, just doing a full like audit and inventory. That's something we talk a lot about with our clients is doing a diet culture detox. And part of that being looking through your social media journaling. So journaling and processing, creating space to like think and get your thoughts onto paper, talking them out can be huge. So thinking about something you can do each day to support you in this body grief journey, working on even like affirmations or, or statements that you can make about yourself that aren't necessarily physical. And again, some of that may come with time because it may feel hard of like, okay, I can't even like focus on positive things about myself. And maybe that's where we step more into the like neutral category of like, okay, what do your, what purpose do your arms serve? What purpose do your legs serve? And then the last thing that can be helpful with body image in general is wearing clothes that fit and make you feel good. So if we're trying to squeeze into clothes because it's a certain size or it's a certain, you know, trend and you feel like you need to like engage in that trend, a lot of times that can make body image worse because you're so much more hyper aware and hyper fixated on your body. So wearing clothes that feel comfortable and make you feel good. Now, if as you're listening to this, you're realizing like, yeah, I really do think I need to work with a dietitian. Um, we would love to support you at Free Method Nutrition. We are currently accepting new clients. We serve people in person in Nashville, Tennessee, where we're based out of, and then also virtually across the US. And really what it looks like to start working with a dietitian, if that's something that's like new and unfamiliar to you, is you'd reach out through a form that we have that you find on freemethodnutrition.com slash free call. From there, you'll fill out a quick little survey, schedule a time for a free phone call with me or a Zoom call, and we'll chat a little bit about what you're struggling with, how your body image is impacting you, how food is impacting you. And then I'll tell you a little more about our team and how we may be a good fit in your journey. So if that's something that intrigues you, you think could benefit from you, I highly recommend reaching out to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call. And I will talk to y'all on next week's episode. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.